Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Friday edition of the program. I am merely Bo. He is the great Z. Good to have you back on a uh, schedule release reaction Friday. Great to be back. And I'll tell you, I think I'm on to something here, folks. It you know, On so many ways that we can go here. It's just a matter of which way you choose. I'm just saying, like, a lot of people think, oh, I want to take the day on a, on a Friday, which makes a lot of sense, or a Monday, give yourself a three-day weekend. But there's something to the Thursday. Well, Thursdays and Tuesdays suck the most. Right, especially not in football season when there's no Thursday night football. Sure, yeah. What are we doing here on a Thursday? But the first, it makes it, it feels like a three-day week. Two, then you have real that. Real two Fridays. And then Friday's like a real Friday, and I'm, ha- I'm happy to be here. Sure. It's a Friday. You got things to you know. discuss. The weather's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. It was, yeah, I don't it's know. It's pretty good. It's a savvy it was pretty move. Good. I, you rarely see just a random middle week off yeah. day. Um, but it really, in a sense, it allows for you to have a, a an absolute first Friday. Yep. Pure. A pure Saturday. Yep. And then what's today? No big deal. No big it's deal. Nothing. You're right back in. So refreshed. I like Friday anyway. Love it you anyway. That, you can yeah. see that. Yeah, it's, it's my favorite. Bad. It's my favorite day to come to work life. anyway. Is a I Friday. think for a staycation, you might be onto something. Yeah. As opposed to adding it a Monday or a Friday and extending the weekend. Right. Kind of just a bonus baby. It was yeah. It felt like it felt like I was doing something. Here's the other thing that I think I, I shouldn't be doing. It, that well, you're so it's the forbidden nature of yeah. it. I think this is the other part. You probably felt like you were the only guy not working. Well, it turns out that's a lot of people who were working. It turns out yesterday. I think anybody in the finance yeah. business, they work like 12 hours a week. That's my, and they just play well, a lot wanna, of golf. They don't want to see. Yeah. No, it's not They're great not right, now. right now. That's not, yeah, not great no, right now. No, no, no. Uh, but if you followed your Uncle Bo's financial advice, you'd be fine. That's right. Not as great as you would have been a couple of weeks ago, but still much Better. more stable. Better, Better, not worse. Yeah. Um, but I think that's part of it, too. Because usually, if you take a random Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off, it feels like you're the only one who's got it. So you're like, wow, everybody else yeah. is, is <laughs> grinding. Yeah. I sorted it out. It's I always like great. It. I like that play out of you. I think that's a very, very nuanced take, and I, I'm for it. Thank I'm you. For it. I, think I appreciate it. I feel- I'm thinking about it now and thinking I maybe I ought to rethink some of these. Instead of the three-day weekend, a little boom, right back, boom. Yeah. I like it. I like it, it almost feels like I'm getting two weekends. It does. You did. Yeah. Because you're out of here Wednesday, whenever you're out of here. Yeah. That's a Friday night. You said it. And I just turned Thursday into Saturday. I like it. And here's the best part. I like it. Last night in uh, in Chagrin Falls, they closed the street to uh, cars that, at, between like M Italian, 17 River Grill, West Street it's called, where mm-hmm. JoJo's is there, the sushi yeah. place they just opened is there. All the How is that? Good? They, they Coach Tarvey's fired up. He's got his peeps. Look at that. Let's go. He's got his list. Let's go. So great. You coming in? You want to come in? He's, oh, we might, even, in. might even have a drop by. I don't know, Gibbe. Get ready. But they closed the street down. They closed the street down, and so it was like a street party. Live music, frolicking. Jack Hay made an appearance. She was like the, the celebrity. K, Miss K's mom, Jack A. Oh, my gosh. I thought you were I, talking about, like, the 80s actress, no, Jack no. A. Like, and, was in like fact, the... somebody asked me if I was Jack A's son-in-law. Coach That's Tarver, how I was come on in. Come on in, Coach. Look at this. You got to love guy. this. We're back. We're just so back. <laughs> we're so back. Everybody's – and it's good. Look at this weather, Coach. Gibby, do we, does he have a mic? We're good? Is he good? Get him in come here. Come on in here, Coach. How you doing, man? 
I'm great. How are you guys? You don't even you need, don't need that, those man. headphones. You That's right. You that. don't even need them. You're great. You look oh, great. I love it. Why are you so happy today? Uh, we got get to go on the field. Yep. Get to go on the field. First day and of you the guys, year. Guys, it's absolutely beautiful out. Somebody yeah. imported the weather from California, so. It is. It is very much, very much <laughs> like the home. No doubt about that. You know, we had Taki in here what just a couple of days ago. Is that was it? Yes. No. No. Yeah. It was. It was. It was Wednesday, you were off because I was off on Thursday. I think Segura's I, got this new thing, Coach. He took off yesterday to play golf. Yeah. And he's 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 presented a very compelling case that taking off a random Thursday. Yeah. Is is maybe underrated and ought to be the play because Wednesday now feels like Friday. Wednesday you was get, like Friday night. I got a free, you got a Saturday. free Saturday in the middle of the week. That was Thursday. He works today, and now he's right. And I'm thrilled to be here too. I'm as happy as you are to be here today. Yeah. Well, we got players in the building. Well, number yeah. one, that must be nice. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was nice. He's it not was, taking days off. It was quite nice. They he's had a grinding. few in some weeks earlier, but he's he's grinding. He's getting yeah, ready. Yeah, I heard Sione called me tough as nails because yeah, no right. matter what goes on, because I got my neck going and stuff, I'm still throwing drills just as that's much. Right. As that's I what he do. said, right? Yeah, yes. he he came and told me. I think he was trying to get brownie points or something. But. Yeah, no, he, he he put you over pretty big there. But how are how, how are you feeling? Are you how is the it? neck and how's yeah? Are you oh, able to I spin can it? still spin it. I'm incredibly accurate. I just don't have a lot of arm space. I'm like that quarterback that's really accurate, you know. But I got. The deep ball better get up early. Yeah. You're not throwing. You know? the, you're not throwing the, the twenty yard digs. You're just. But you're. You're accurate. You're, you're yeah, I've been portable. rehabbing by pitching a lot of wiffle balls and baseballs to my kids. So okay, there you go. That's there how I yeah. made it. But I still don't have. You know, I don't have my crow hop laser that I used to have from shortstop. You know, so uh, are we <laughs> building towards back. that? Yeah, yeah. There's only. I've only been able to do um, lifting and throwing for a few weeks, so I'm just getting started. So yeah, I'm being real careful. Which is hard for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, I like to get in the weight room like sure. Like well, yeah. you know who down here at the end Let's of the table. Joe Thomas Nathan, Jr. Let's down here go. At the end of the fired table. up. I when I see him in there, we both get all pumped yeah, up. Yeah, pumped fired up, up like, you know. Let's go. And right I can't now wait I can't you're back though. Then we're gonna start throwing weights around. Oh yeah. Right now I can't go quite that. I gotta be cautious yeah. and careful, which is very hard for me to do. So yeah. I think we're all old <laughs> enough. I don't see any reason how there isn't a Hans and Franz spin off that you do. Oh, you guys, let me, you let guys me get all the way together. back. We're on the radio get there. Get there. Get the <laughs> yeah, there is he. I like, I like see it. those golf muscles are, you know, you get that big day off, he gets tan, gets his muscles. Yeah, it's right. all good. That's what happened. That's right. Really <laughs> accentuates the build, doesn't it? Was it what type of juice it get getting all the guys in here? The, the, this rookie class in here, we saw him come in on the bus. It's such a monster moment for them. Yeah, it's really neat. It's it's really really cool because they come in and they're so full of energy, especially our defensive tackle from Oklahoma, yes. guys, <laughs> as we all saw. And now he's famous for, yeah. but um, their eyes are so bright, and it's just yeah. awesome to watch the youth, the excitement, and you know everything's new to watch them experience things that are new. And exciting is so it's so cool. Watch them interact together. Watch them interact with us. You know, see who's going to be able to continue the juice as we get to camp because it gets harder, right. which is awesome. Um, so yeah, it's exciting to have them in the building. It, this offseason has been exciting because most of our guys have been here the entire time. So yeah. really, for us, this staff since we've been here with all the things we've been dealing with, you know, in the country, this is our first time sure. to really have a full offseason with our veterans. Yeah. So it's been awesome. Like the time with Sione, that's a good example. Yeah. Or Jacob Phillips, he looks great right now. Grinding, big, as strong, knock on wood, yeah. everything. He looks big great. Jeremiah's guys. moving well. Jeremiah's got a great feel for the defense right now. Um, just just that f the first to second offseason is really where guys can make a jump because that's when they're like, oh, I really understand this call. Or I now I get it, Coach. I understand that when it's cover two, I get to do this or whatever it is. Yeah. So I that, love it. Yeah, I love that's Awok back. Yeah, he looks great too. Awok's in. Awok was in great shape last year. Now he's in even better shape. It's awesome. Yeah, 
and they're competing everywhere. Everywhere they go, everything they do. You, the meetings is a little like this to see who can, you know. I ask a question to the group, and they're it's like they're ready to hit the buzzer on Jeopardy. Like, yeah. yeah, but they just yell it out, and then because we don't. I mean, if you mess up at a meeting, that's when you should say what's. Then we can fix it, right? Yeah. Because then by the time you're on the field, you're aggressively speaking. Linebackers got to we're gonna make the calls, so we're aggressive when we get on the field. So I like the meetings that way, where everybody's chiming in, and then if I ever need to direct a question, I can always just go. Hey, where do we close the defense here and then direct it, Tony, to a younger guy or wherever? So yeah. they all get ready. They all get ready, but then I give them a direct question. I like You know, that. and the veterans like go, eh. you know, because they want to be first. What I love about you is how much you just love ball. You love the process. You love coaching. You yeah. love all of that. I do. And I like I coming in here and knocking on the window and getting myself on the radio. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Come on in. All right. What is your thoughts on, on Taki's? What he's doing here, the the hair. Oh, it's so first we've I, seen it. Beautiful was Wednesday. Yeah. First we've seen it. I'm excited. For yeah. one, I tell him all the time I'm jealous. I wish I could still do that. I mean, it's okay. I wish I could. I wish I could get that long hair. You know, because the long hair hanging out of your helmet when you're covering a kickoff, trying to get somebody is awesome. It's awesome. Okay, so it's great. <laughs> but he's got some hair competition now. Our rookie free agent Silas Kelly. Silas. Oh yeah, you guys gotta gotta check this. This is he's. He's approaching, you know, per plus commercials. Okay. Like, Coast of yeah. Carolina. Okay. Yeah, you got to – He's oh, some of our rookies have some cool hair game. I will say that. All right. We'll you know. Right on him. 6'4", so, 229. All right. Yeah, okay. so we, we only have one uh, free agent. Now we can talk because he's yeah, signed. It's signed. signed in, it's official. Yeah, signed oh in my here. So. <laughs> yeah, he's got some awesome hair. Yeah, you pulled it up. There it is. Sorry, I mean, y'all can't a, Sorry, y'all can't see this. I but. mean, it's a little bit of Marty Jannetty. Oh, yeah. baby. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a flowing mullet, it appears to it's me. A awesome. flowing It's mullet. kind of more grown it, out on John the John Rambo. Might be a little John Rambo mullet. Yeah, he's... When, they, he's, when they brought him back, yeah. he had to go get him out. <laughs> two, not one. <laughs> not first blood. Two, when he went back. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. How excited are you for this defense this year? And especially think about your room, the continuity. You just mentioned the guys that have been here now, second year for some of them, third year with you for others. The guys on the back behind your group. Right. The principal players are back. Seven of your top eight DBs from a year ago well, like, are back. For example, the first time we do certain drills on the defense, uh, drops for cover three or whatever, they all know it. And the first time we did it in camp, after being off for whatever times it is, it was the best we ever did it, if that makes sense. Because we yeah. have that recollection in the back end, that back seven. We have that collective memory now. So it's like they all know the drill, and now they're competing to try to do it perfect. Like who can break the fastest? Who can get from point A to point B the fastest? And then if somebody ever messes up, they, they all know that it is, and then they tease them, and then we get better. And that's what's really cool yeah. is, is we're able to go, hopefully go. We, we always start at step eight. It's what you do as coaches because you gotta, you got to refresh and relearn first. Sure. But then when you can get to the next steps quicker and still keep your technique still keep your fundamentals get back set up break when the quarterback throws the ball that's what we're going for so that's already occurred faster so that's, good. that's exciting that's really exciting and yeah. and that's what you really like as a coach is you like to see that we're continuing to get better and we're picking up even further than we left off is, is a way to say it you know what Sione mentioned and it's interesting like you said like your this staff has never been able to be in front of these guys like this like without mass, without all of that stuff, he he was he said you can't even wrap your head around the difference between looking through a computer and trying to learn versus being in a room. 
and being near a coach and for a coach to be able to see facial expression. The type of learning that he's doing, even veteran, is so much more effective than, than what it's been the last couple of years and how difficult it was. It's really remarkable that the whole league put the product on the field that it did in the circumstances we were all under. Agree completely. Yeah. Uh, I will say Sione did a heck of a job learning and because his jump from the first year we were here to last year, Sione was got better in everything that he yeah. did. So he did a nice job on that. But, yeah, it's a lot more fun to walk in the room and go, hey, Jacob, what'd you look at last night? And he tells you, I read the notes. I did this. I did this. I did this. I go, so you feel pretty prepared today. Okay. And then to be able to make the quick corrections yeah. and it live – because you do, you pick up everything. Because really, you learn with all five senses. You yeah. learn with everything that's going on. Like and you don't get all five senses over Zoom. We tried. You tried. You know, I put funny videos in between things. I jump around quickly, you know, try to make it like movie cutscenes, like not too long on the same side, yeah. just so that, you know, you're not staring at a Zoom screen or whatever it yeah. is. Too long at one thing. Even though the point may be the most important point, there might be, you know, something jumping out of water chasing somebody next to, mm -hmm. to get, make sure. And then I go back and hit the point again. Yeah. Just to, those are, you know, you get, we got better at it. Yeah. You know, because that was what we were doing. Sure. So you wanted to be the best you can at anything. So now we got, now we're, we got better at it. If you think about this too, when anytime we talk to somebody who played, the thing that they miss the most is the hang. Oh, it's yeah. hanging out with yeah. the fellas. Yeah. It's, the, it's, you know, we use locker room. Yeah. It's not just the locker room, it's the camaraderie, the camaraderie of it. It stands for the camaraderie. Yes. And that was something that was taken away a bit. You do the best you can, team build. But that was taken away a bit, and now you got it all back. I would say it's all the way. I'd say it's me walking by you guys coming in here. Right. I mean, that's it's, right. It's, it's that's everything. Right. It's yeah. it's being around. This is special. These are we're all special and lucky people that we get to do this. I'm very 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 fortunate and lucky. I get to walk in and talk to you guys. I'm gonna go in 30 minutes and to start on the field with the rookies for their second walkthrough. It's <laughs> awesome. It's very privileged. Feel honored, and and we. Just that feeling. I mean, I mean, I can't even talk right now. I love that feeling yeah. and the guys. I love it. So yeah. it's beautiful. It, it it's is great. Beautiful. beautiful thing. All right, before we let you go, because I know you've got to get out there, and we appreciate this is great. You're right. Like Taki, for example, hadn't been in the studio since 2019. Oh my no, gosh. he was in with us. He was here that first weekend. He was drafted. He came in with you and I, and we had and we, we had and then we had a bunch of times, and then not nothing not for two years. So yeah, I didn't it see him for two years. Just, it's so nice to get to have this, but I want to tell you guys. So I was just out there. I interviewed some of the rookies. Uh, we're going to play today, uh, David Bell, Alex Wright, mm -hmm. talked with uh, Isaiah Thomas as well. Great young kids, by the way, all of them. Very impressive young kids. But uh, Alex Wright was wearing this year's bucket hat already. <sighs> we're big bucket hat guys. I've never okay. seen you in the bucket hat. You're a visor. I'm usually a visor guy, yes. But this year's bucket is gorgeous, and all the hats are all a camo that is a black, white, gray, brown camo. And the bucket is that way. Your visor is going to be that way because that's that's an old salute to service one. Yeah, it is. I'm nervous. It's the best gear I've ever seen. I'm nervous. Why? Are you, it's unbelievable. I just don't. We're not. We have not had a great relationship with with Listen, that world. That's on brand. That's on brand. <laughs> so I just, you know, I did be awesome. jealous seeing this great stuff walk through, and then we never able to get our hands on it. Yeah, we need the bucket. Yes, yeah. it's a minimum. It's, it's good. Buckethead season will be here before we know it. Absolutely. There's a lot of room in here. You know, Brad could make a little present, put it in the corner for you guys, you know. And that's why you're the best. That's why you're the best. <laughs> Thanks that's for right. stopping by, bud. <laughs> All right, good yeah. to see you guys. Good to see you. Let's go. He's giddy. Look at him. This was like me going. This was like me going to the first tee on my first on your Saturday. <laughs> that's right. What a time to be alive. <laughs> it was great. Great. That is awesome. Great, great stuff there. Uh, see, that's see, this is the beauty of it. Yeah.
This it's is the beauty the of it. This is why we're all there. This is why we're here. People, yeah, they come in, have a good time. Uh, we will get to the schedule. Uh, oh, yeah, that happened. We'll, we'll spend some time on that, among other things. We'll hear from some of our rookies as well. We're off and running. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. My friends, the Bath Authority gives you that bathroom of your dreams. They can do it for you in about a day. I ask you a question. Why not you transform that current bathroom you have into a custom bath? Make it feel like a spa. Of course you should do this, and you should let the Bath Authority do it for you. They can make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler, expert, factory-trained installers. If you give them a call right now at 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com, you can get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. These, every single product made in the United States of America, you can change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding. Again, right now, give them a call, 216-220-8399, 500 bucks off. Tell them Bo sent you. They'll take care of you. The Bath Authority get it done we had a schedule released we did we sure did all right let let me just say this please give me give me an over under okay on the cost and i just want to get this out of the way right away the cost of the chargers video that went viral the expenses incurred in that presentation you know, it, it really depends, right? Animator? Right. Storyboard? Probably. But it depends on if the animator was somebody, if they just found someone who was a very talented anime artist, or if they if they went with like Isn't somebody who is so well-known. To me, that feels like a very specific skill. It is, but anime's big. I mean, there are a lot I know of it's really big, are... but it, to me, it feels like the people that do that like it would be known who those people are. You know what I mean? Yes. It feels like that no expense was spared. No. And no feelings were spared. None. No. None. So I'm not happy. I'll tell you what. That added some real juice to that game for me. I yeah. was already mad at the Chargers. And I was, o- um, October 9th? Yeah. Buckle up, Buttercup. Yeah. The urban one was pretty good. The urban one was pretty funny. No, that was good. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was really good. That was good. pretty good. All right. So you've seen this schedule by now. Um what do you what do you make of 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 the way that this thing all laid out for us? So I What love are some big themes for big you? Big themes. Split basically in two again, just like last year. Eight games by nine games to finish. I love that. Three three division games in the first half three division games in the second half i also like that and you play each team once in the first half each team once a second remember last week we played baltimore in consecutive weeks yeah in the back half of the schedule we didn't play a division game if i'm not mistaken last year until well into the season i don't believe i'm mistaken i think it was pretty far into the season before we played before, the divisional before, game. yeah i think it was like maybe weeks seven eight somewhere in there it was yeah, a it was, long time. It, it certainly was not in the first month. So we're getting division. We get everybody at division game, you know, primetime games, both in division, both at home that we know of for now, potential to be three of them. 
with the Ravens in week 15 as well. Um, I, I take it as somewhat of a good sign to me that we play week three at home Pittsburgh on Thursday, on Thursday night football. That'll be the second week of games on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It feels like they're not wanting that to be Jacoby Brissett against Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I mean, candidly, that's the first thing I thought is I was looking at the schedule and I mean, I think most guys are out there thinking like, if there is a potential suspension, what, what is that? What does that look like? Right. Um, and, and what could that be? And can you read any into that? anything based on this and so I thought of that and I thought of the first four truly as yep. that seems like a pretty very navigable first four games yes as, as easy a stretch as you'll have in the whole season is it the is the four. easiest stretch yeah. and I think that put there is some pressure I think to take advantage of that because it is a very tough schedule and it's a tough schedule for everybody in the NFL in the Especially AFC, the AFC. Yes. I actually think I know I mean the Bengals schedule is brutal absolutely brutal, brutal. Um, we benefit tremendously by the fact that we are playing the NFC South yes. because there are three teams in that division that you are significantly more talented than right out of the gates. Yes. So you benefit tremendously by the fact that you're in that your crossover in the NFC is in the NFC South. And we benefited, I think by landing the commanders, whatever, obviously you want the giants, but we got the commanders in the cro- in the, in the bonus game. And then we matched up with the, in the, out of division in the conference we matched up with the texans which is good for us uh and then we matched up with the chargers which is not as good for us but everybody in that there's not an easy game in the afc west no there's not there's you know there's not an easy game in the afc west there's not an easy game in the afc north no you know i mean i think we all kind of look at pittsburgh and you just i don't know i mean their their quarterback situation just feels uninspired agreed and so it's hard for me to look at them and say can they overcome that juxtaposed to the other quarterbacks in this division. Uh, you know, as good as their, you know, the couple of their players on defense are, some of their skill guys, can they overcome what their issue is at quarterback? And I think even if Kenny Pickett ends up being good, he's not going to be good now, not right out of the no. gates. It feels like they're a little so, betwixt a rock and a hard place at the quarterback position. Good job out of you. Do you know where I learned that word the first time I heard it? No. And I've, I said it on this show in this sentence. Many a slip betwixt a cup and a lip. You did say that. Which yeah. was William H. Bonney in Young Guns. Oh, baby. Trying to outrun the sheriff, Pat Garrett. I love it. Yeah, that's it. Or actually, it was probably uh, Mr. Murphy at that point could have very well been. I don't think, I don't think Garrett was full heel in Young Guns 1, but I digress. Um, when I, <laughs> yeah, the halfway buy is nice. Nice. That's nice. Five of your first eight at home, six of your last nine on the road. Yeah, I think it's interesting. The um, I think it's really, I think this sets up really for a for – a, a great finish to the season for, for you. I mean, I think you have a chance to have real momentum going into the postseason. Um, when you think about Houston, your division games are always going to be tough, but if you take the division games out, you're talking about Houston, the Saints, Commanders to close, and then the three division games, Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh. Yep. Um, so that's really – who knows what could be going on at quarterback at Pittsburgh by the time you get to Week 18. That's probably more likely than not going to be full-on Kenny Pickett at that point. True. Um, so there's that part of it. Who knows what's going to be happening at Washington at quarterback at that time. Saints, too. I mean, that's – it's a real in, – in terms of the – in the balance of the schedule, we start relatively manageable, we start very manageable, and we end manageable. Yes, but that middle, middle portion – Chargers, Patriots, it. yeah, it is the middle, oh. the tranche, the portion, the tranche of the schedule betwixt that soft opening <laughs> and closing yes. is 
Wow. Chargers, Patriots, at Ravens, Bengals, Monday night, Halloween. That should be an here, incredible. Halloween here yeah. against Burrow and the Bengals? That's right. That should electric. be incredible. It should be electric. Electric. Then we get the bye. At Miami, at Buffalo, home Tampa, at Houston. That Well, that that's the end of it. So that's Chargers, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills, Bucks. That yep. stretch right it's there. It's a full day. It is a full day. That is a that is a big time stretch. The and climate I, difference from November thirteenth in South Florida to Buffalo, New York, significant. Yeah, Tom Brady's last game, most likely ever at First Energy Stadium. Yeah, coming up right after that, right after Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah. Nice. I did like that. We're home for the holidays, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. We will spend New Year's Eve in our nation's capital. Are you surprised just the two primetime games and no four o'clocks? I'm much more surprised about the four o'clocks. Like us at the Bills feels like that's got four o'clock all over it. Us at the Bengals week 14 feels four. I think we're going to end up flexed. If we are who we believe we are, we will what, end what up week flexed. Is that? What, what, what is the, the Bills? That's week 11. Week 11 is the Bills. Um, and then week 14 is us at the Bengals. I'm going to tell you what. If, you, if you're out there listening and you run CBSSports.com, I'm going to tell you what. You keep these pop-ups, these auto videos. Keep them to yourself. No one wants to use this site if you do this, man. I'm telling you. No one's going to want it. It's brutal. Gibby Kitts keeps putting these, these people on here who put these rankings, and they have good, they have good content. It's hard to get to. But this site is brutal. It's hard to get brutal. to. Brutal. The reason I'm trying to navigate it is because I wanted to see who here, week 11. I got you. So I got it here. Okay. So – our game, so Monday Night Football is 49ers at Rams. Sunday Night Football is Bengals at Steelers. Like, Browns at Bills is better than Bengals at Steelers, but I know the Bills have like a dozen primetime games, so maybe they just thought we can't do it again. Um, the other good games that week are Eagles at Colts, Rams at Saints, Chiefs at Chargers. So my hunch is CBS has the double that week, and they took Chiefs at Chargers as the 425. So what about week 14? Yeah, I think you have that exactly right. Week 14, here are the games that are being played in the afternoon slot. CBS only has a 4.05. They do not have a 4.25 in week 14, and they are running Miami at the Chargers at 4.05. There is a big love affair with the Los Angeles Chargers, and I love their talent, but I don't know that there's any give a damn for that team. I, 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 well, I, there's no fan base for it, I I'm guess is what I'm saying. That. Yeah. Well, I, same. By the way, total sidebar, after this season, it becomes the Wild West. Oh, that's right. Uh, AFC, NFC, doesn't matter. There's not separate TV. Sta- this right. is the final year for that format. Okay. Next year, it's pick them, and here we go. So week 14, Fox at 425 as Tampa at San Francisco. That's going to be their game, right? That's the big game. So if at a 425, are you saying at 425 CBS, it's either CBS or Fox have the big game? Yeah, you can't Only both. One. Only can't, one. Yeah, okay. can't one. Can't. And then they have Carolina at Seattle also at 425. Also, So that's the one that goes to 5% of the uh, 5% of the country. Okay. We're in a lot of 5% of the country games. I mean, the predominantly, that's what we're at. We're in 5% of the country in a lot of them. Um, is the, you know, you're in those two markets and that's it. Um, there'll be a couple, like the Bucks game on, at 1 o'clock, that feels like whoever is Fox's A-team is going to call that one. Us but why box. isn't that an afternooner? That's week 12? Well, let's see. I'm pulling it up. All, All right. right. 425, you've got Rams at Kansas City. So that's CBS. 
on Fox. On Fox? CBS, again, does not have a 425, and then New Orleans at San Francisco is 425. CBS has Vegas at Seattle and Chargers at Arizona. Both like at Packers at Eagles or Sunday Night Football. But maybe the Bucks were already capped out on Sunday Night games. There is a max for primetime games yeah. early on. You could be flexed into things, but I think it has. it's like five games. Pittsburgh Indies, the Monday night game over Tampa-Cleveland? Sunday night football, the one week is Bears-Packers. Week two. Yeah. Do that There's early. Hot garbage. Do that early so you can get the brands. Here's Boy. two big brands that everybody likes seeing before the Bears end up yeah. going one and 16. Awful. I'll tell you. Hold. Go ahead. Buffalo-Detroit. That's a, on Thanksgiving. That's a nice Buffalo Buffalo got the max amount of prime time and Thanksgiving. Yeah, they were the media darling of the oh, yeah. of the of the television. There's no question. None. I'm gonna. I'll just say this. I love this because I love Sunday at one. Same. Hey, let me tell you something. Gibby and I love it because trap. If you especially for a road game. A 425 kick on the road Absolutely. is a long Sunday. Yeah, it yeah. is a you're long. Not, you're not getting home till long 10:30. Sunday. We have no West Coast trips. I sign great. up for all of this. I mean, I, I love Sunday at one. I just think it is. I am a little shocked that we do not have a 425. We do not have Sunday night football, and we have one Amazon Prime and one Monday night football against. We that's will. It. That's surprising. You think about the times we've done this show since Baker was a rookie. Baker's rookie year, after his rookie year, when all you know, world's team, all that. Yep. You think about how many where we've been placed in the schedule. This is the fewest. I'm sure off the top of my head, it's got to be the fewest we've ever had in prime time since since after that season. Just two on the schedule, no 425s. I thought the year in 19 when we were hot, we just had early prime times as well. We had. There was a Rams. Sometimes Rams, my seasons run together. There was a Rams game here and, on Sunday night, and a Jets game on Monday night. Like I think it went no, almost. Jets was Thursday, wasn't it? Thursday. There was a Jets game. No, 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 no. that was eighteen. You're uh, right. Now, Odell had Odell had the slant and run. It slant was in run. New York. That was a Monday night game. Yeah. Yeah. So we had Monday night Jets. We had Monday night Forty ers You did. Oh yeah, week five. See, there's only two. Yeah. And no four twenty fives. I'm surprised. I thought we would have more. I think it speaks to the overall depth. Of the AFC, all yeah, agreed. And they, but they went big on, in the AFC, they went big on Burrow, and the Bills, and Mahomes, and the Chargers. I do think we have the potential, for example, if we're really good for like Tampa Bay, Cleveland to get flexed in that Sunday night game over Green Bay, Philly. I think there's, I think we have some flex possibilities. Oh no question. I mean, and if we're to your point earlier, if we're as good as we think we're going to be, then you're, that's going to happen. Yeah, no question. Um, but the fact that it that it was this way, and again, pro this, one o'clock, pro, give me all these. I love that. I love one I'm o'clock fine. on a Sunday. Keep disrespecting us. That's fine. Tron, let me I say this. Fine. And I know that this will be a tough one for them to bump, and they probably will not. They will not. But let's just say we're red hot after the opening four, and so are the Chargers, and they made that schedule release video. Like, I, I'd want to see that flexed into something, although it's Bengals, Ravens. That's probably going to stay not, right there. Yeah, it's not moving. No, I want that at 1 o'clock. You want a 1 o'clock there? Yep. You know why? Because it's 10 a.m. for them on That's the right. West yeah. Coast. That's right. That's right. Yeah, That's I, don't right. Want, I don't want you to even be remotely close to your time frame. 
I want to. I want you to come I, in and just punch you in the mouth I repeatedly. Think, I think you and I talked a little bit yesterday about the Rams, Gibby. The the Chargers, the NFL is doing every. In my opinion, they're doing everything because the Chargers last year did not justify this schedule. Like we all love their roster. We, I yeah. get it. But that division is a meat grinder. Oh, my goodness. I think the NFL is trying to prop up the L.A. teams a little bit to get some Give enthusiasm sure. for those teams. You don't need enthusiasm here. By the way, days. week seven, us at Baltimore, Sunday night football is Pittsburgh at Miami. That's a, that's a possibility. Boy, Sunday what week night football is Seven. Can you make the argument based on that game, Packers-Bears, like – Sunday Night Football lost out maybe a little bit here. This was you oh, were off you yesterday. Were, We'd spent a lot of yeah. time talking about this. Like, what was the pecking order? I feel like it feels like Amazon Monday Night then Sunday Night by looking at a lot of these. Yeah, Sunday but, Night might have been last because they had the Super Bowl. Let me ask you guys this: Week Seven. This is Week Seven. Okay. Amazon is New Orleans at Arizona. Monday night is Bears at Patriots. Sunday night is Pittsburgh at Miami. Now, the games wow. that they have that they could have chosen that are feel like they might have some would be better than that, certainly. They've got Kansas City at San Francisco, which is 425 Fox. That's going to be the national game. Us at Baltimore. And there's really no other – it's a weird week. Atlanta at Cincinnati, Detroit at Dallas, Indy at Tennessee. Maybe that's a, that's a good division game. Green Bay at Washington, Tampa at Carolina, what New York at that? the Jags, week seven. Seven. New York Jets at Denver, Houston at Vegas, Seattle at the Chargers. Is that World Series? Kansas City at San Francisco, and then – which is the national. Mm, so, October 23rd? Yeah. Might be. Probably, yeah. But let me – guys, th- Cleveland Baltimore's – and I'm not even trying to be biased. It's probably the second best game of the week behind Kansas City, San Francisco. And third best is probably Indy, Tennessee. And none of those are in the primetime spots. And I know that the 425 is a national game for Kansas City, San Francisco. But those are both Seems better weird. than they New didn't, Orleans, yeah. Arizona, Pittsburgh, Miami, and Chicago, New England. There was an opportunity that week to spread out you know, the, the primetime a little bit. What is with – what do they see in the Bears? That they're they see the C getting... on the helmet. It's just, you know, it's like forever that you put the that you put the Giants up. Hold you know, on a second. That's it. Hold on a second. It's getting worse. Hold on a second. Here we when go. are the Bears? You said the Bears are in primetime when? They're Sunday night football against the Packers. Packers, week two. Week two? Yeah. Okay, week six. Am I seeing this right? Week six, they're Thursday night. And then I just said week seven. Week seven, they're Monday night. They're... Prime three time, times three of the, the first, first seven games. What? Yikes! Am I? Re- That's right, right. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right. I now. mean, everybody plays on Thursday, right? So you know they are whatever on that one, but yeah, so they have Packers in week two. Yep. Week six, Washington. Thursday night, Washington. Week seven, New England. Yeah. So they do have those three, including a Sunday night. Everything else, it looks like, is 1 o'clock. Yeah, but they have those three, three in the first seven weeks. I don't know that the, anyone has looked at the roster around Justin Fields. And said, let's put that on national TV? Three times. Man. I think this was the most difficult job this, this group ever had putting together a schedule because of how top-heavy or how heavy 
the disparity between the NFC and, a- and AFC has ever been greater with the AFC strength and the NFC weakness. So you had three or four teams in the NFC that you had to feature. And so you have to fill out the schedule with these primetime games. So they probably just leaned on Philly, Chicago, those big brands. The only team without a primetime game was Detroit. That was it. Wow. Everybody else had one. All right. So they went in some of these. Let's see. Okay, so Cincinnati, in our division, I don't know if you guys if you've looked at this yet. Cincinnati five primetime games, plus three four twenty fives. Yeah, so I said the Bengals and the Bills. They bet big on the Bengals, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Broncos, and the Chargers. Those are the ones that they bet big on. Oh, hold on, hit me. Pittsburgh Steelers, five primetime games, five. Renegade's not going to help you this year, kids. Week three. <laughs> week three. Not going to help. Thursday night, us. Week seven, Sunday night, Miami. Week 11, Sunday night, Cincinnati. Week 16, Christmas Eve, primetime, NFL Network, 8.15 p.m. And week 12, Monday night football against Indianapolis. They have five all right, I'm pulling up Baltimore while you three. while you were doing that. Baltimore has three. Three. They have the Bengals on on uh, Sunday night football to start. They have they're at the Bucks, um, which is Amazon Prime. They're at the Saints, so that's their three. So Back they have backs. three. They and have three. We have two. The Steelers have five. Five. That's that's the max. The Steelers have five. The Ravens don't have any four twenty fives either. None, and neither do the Steelers. I th- I, th- my guess not gonna, is that they just fell in love with helmets. N- well, you have legitimate 425 teams, West Coast teams. True. Rams, I, I Niners, mean, the whole the AFC West and the Chargers. NFC West are no watchable. Question. And, and West Coast-wise, I mean, in past years, some of those East Coast games going to move to 425 in part because there was nothing worth showing on the West Coast. Yeah. Okay, here's one. Here's another team that you want to say is – that we didn't mention, but as a team that is getting it featured big time. Denver. Yeah. Monday night, week one, Seattle. 425, week two, Houston. That's week prime time. CBS. That's 425. Well, probably just the West Coast. Could be. Probably not a national. Probably just the West Coast. Week three, Niners, Sunday night football. Week four, at Vegas, 425. That That's could be a national. national. Yep. Week five. Oh, my God. Is this real? Week okay, so one, two. Well, you keep asking it, but you're looking yes. at ESPN.com. So week five, Indy Thursday night football. Week six, Chargers Monday night football. Jeez. Week seven, Jets just a normal. Week eight, Jags London. So that's also when you could call that prime time. And then they go week fourteen, Sunday night football, Kansas City. Christmas Day, Denver and the Rams on CBS. So that's one. That's the max. Two, three, four, five, six. Se- that's seven games that they will be the only game on television at the time. Seven. That's got to be the max. You got five prime times plus a London plus Christmas. Yeah, that's that's definitely there. So they're in on Denver. Yeah, Buffalo, Denver. 
Bengals, Bucks, Steelers, Kansas City, Steelers, probably just Ram it. Rams for sure. Green Bay's got Green Bay would have a ton. Green Bay has one, two, three, four, five, six, six prime timers, and basically everything else is four twenty-five. Lots to lots to get into here, kids. Lots to get into. Wow. Tickets on sale. Cleveland Browns home games there. You can get them right now. For more information, visit clevelandbrowns.com. And if a car, truck, or motorcycle accident causes you injury, call the injury lawyers at 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk is a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. As we mentioned, rookie minicamp weekend is upon us. Get you the details on that coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Browns fan Sugardale is sponsoring a grand opening event at the newest Meyer location. Visit the Brunswick store today for samples and giveaways and special appearances by Browns alumni and chomps for store locations and more details. Visit sugardale.com slash events. Uh, as we mentioned off the start of the show before coach Tarver came in rookie minicamp weekend is upon us. Uh, they are here. You get to meet with a lot of these guys. They'll hit the field around one yeah. today for the first time. Uh, they open the minicamp with the announcement that they signed seven of their nine draft picks to contracts already, but Winfrey and York have not signed yet. Uh, in addition to that, Browns have signed 12 undrafted free agents. Um, we have that list as well. I, I'd be very candid with you. I follow a lot of college football I did not recognize the the undrafted guys. Um, Roger Perry from Illinois. Remember hearing his name a little bit, but as soon as Coach Tarver mentioned Silas Kelly, and I saw a, a Google image of that man's hair, that's yeah. someone I'll be paying a close bit of attention to. Uh, so, so that was good to see those guys in there. The breakdown: six offensive players, six defensive players, a pair of offensive linemen, defensive linemen, as well as three defensive backs and wide receivers. Also signed a linebacker and tight end. So that is the position breakdown of the undrafted free agents. You get to talk to some of the guys. Yeah. So we talked with uh, David Bell and Alex Wright, and also did an interview for the BPA with Isaiah Thomas that I think people will enjoy. So be sure to check that out when that one. Where drops. was that again? It will be on the BPA. Interesting. Yes. The Ibs boys put me to work. Listen, my interviews have been ratings gold, so it's been controversial. And I, f- I believe I shouted you out in our meeting. He did. He did. I'm not surprised by that. Not everybody. No. Not everybody loved it. That doesn't surprise back. me. Oh, I can think of a couple that didn't. Nope. People did not like you getting praise. That's right. I turned it right around. I said, "No, this is all about Shadow Shay." It was a I good was cover a by you, but I kept going back to it. It's just a vessel. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's just a vessel. So, undrafteds, um, what I think, Browns fans, what you're looking at here is can Sean Jolly, the corner out of Appalachian State, can uh, Junior Falk, the corner out of Delta State, these are small schools, obviously, uh, or the safety DeAnthony Bell out of West Florida, can any of them, and and really you're looking at Falk and you're looking at Jolly, can, can they give you something inside? Because there is room, I think, for an undrafted nickel to be able to make this team. And you hope to find a guy like the Browns many years ago found a Kwan Williams, who was an undrafted guy who's still playing in the league at a high level as a slot corner. So 
those are two of the guys I'll be looking at. And then the other one that's got a lot of attention, uh, certainly on the on the Twitters, is Isaiah Weston. So Isaiah Weston from Northern Iowa, 6'4", 214, can fly. Now he may be, as people have said, you know, he's made a little bit of a, a one-trick pony in the fact that he's just a vertical guy. But okay, that's what we need. 37 catches, 883 yards, and five touchdowns last season. Uh, he had five for 181 against North Dakota State. He is that's guy significant because average, that's the best team in that division by, by a long lot. ways. Yeah. Yes. He um, averaged over 20 yards a catch every year in college, and as I said, six four two fourteen. So he's somebody that you know you keep an eye on. And then how about this one? I'm about to make a statement that I think is going to surprise you. Mike Harley Jr. All went right. to the U. Went to the U. Five ten one eighty wide receiver. Okay. Finished his career as the Miami Hurricanes record, record holder for career receptions, 182, surpassing Reggie Wayne. Is there, Bo? Is, he, is that a fifth-year situation? He's 24. Did he play five years because of the COVID kids? I don't know that for sure, and I'm, I'm not diminishing the accomplishment, and I would not have had him anyway – on, on that list. With My guess, when I say this thing, you're going to tell me, I think it means yes, right? Started 32 of 60 games played for Miami. You can't play 60 games in four years in college. There you go. There's the there five years. Okay. Yeah, there's the five years. Still. 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 I don't. It doesn't diminish for me. And by the way, I believe that our good friend Duke Johnson is still the all-time leading rusher in U history. Far more than just a guy. Far more. Is what I would say there. Yeah. Shame uh, on anybody who anyone who would say such they a, would be such struck down by the Hoff by the way if you said that in front of the Hoff you would not Hoff would not hand it he would, would not, not have that like no no that's not happen that'd be um let me see what let me see what a, a Mike that'd Harley be a four horseman bad take that would be <laughs> you don't want to be that <laughs> you guy don't want to be that guy. stuck no. on camera making that type of mistake no way um has anything ever it's kind of it was like the crypto market that comment at the time it was it couldn't have been better one of the all-time great moments and in retrospect it's not fungible. So, all right, let me just see. So it's it's really remarkable. His So his last two years, 57 catches, 57 catches. So he starts with nine. He, gets, he only has nine as a, as a, in his first year. So he did, he was an accumulator. 21, 38, 57, 57 um, yeah. on, on the receiving. So there you go. But Weston is an interesting guy. I know people are excited to see him get out there and run around. So we'll see how that goes. Um and I think, like I said, if, if one of these young corners, Sean Jolly, Mike Harley, uh, or Junior Falk, I'm sorry, uh, if those guys can come in and maybe play a little bit in the slot, they, I think they have an opportunity to try to at least to get on this team or get on the practice squad and, and perhaps play a role. So that's something, you know, to keep an eye on there. Certainly. You're thinking about upgrading your enterprise operating system but can't afford the downtime and disruption that goes with a major overhaul. My friends at EOX Vantage can help. The data scientists, also business operations experts, your EOX Vantage team does not take a rip-and-replace approach to improving your operating systems. Instead, they help you build on to what you already have so you make the best use of your investments, both old and new. So if you're fearing your employees will stress out over your new systems, EOX Vantage is going to work to ensure that people can easily adapt to their new workflows at a comfortable pace. Comfortable, comfortable, comfortable. Comfortable. You can start out by making easily manageable changes and add on more when the time is right. Read how other business owners have overhauled their systems without overwhelming their people at EOXVantage.com. Coming up at the top of the hour, the rookie I think a lot of people are paying attention to, and for good reason, David Bell. 
joining the program. Coming up next, Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Rumpke Waste Recycling, family-owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer or as an employee, you'll become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. And now the receiver that certainly many will have their eyes on. Z said it earlier in the week. If you're talking about a guy other than York to play right away and potentially start right away, it's this guy. Here's Nathan one-on-one with rookie receiver David Bell. Very happy to be joined now by Browns, the new Browns wide receiver, David Bell. And first of all, congratulations on making it here into the National Football League and coming to the Browns. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's definitely uh, been a long process and a long journey, but, you know, I achieved my goal of mine, and now it's, you know, time to set some new goals. All right, I want to go back to a young man, though. You win a state championship in football. You win a state championship in basketball. How did you decide at that point whether to go to college to play basketball or to play football, or was the decision made for you? Was it an easy decision? Because you're a very accomplished athlete coming out of the Indianapolis area. Yeah, the decision was already made before uh, that junior season. Uh, I knew that I wanted to play football in college. It was a few universities that said I can play both basketball and football, but I think everyone knew that that I was going to play football. So it was kind of something I knew back freshman year of high school. Okay. Okay. What was your hoops game like? It was good. So we really didn't have no positions. Like everybody could bring the ball up. Anybody can play down low. But I probably have to say I was like a slashing forward. I really couldn't shoot the three too well. But anything inside of three, mid range, layups, dunks, you know, that was me. You're like a throwback player, like working that mid range game. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, all right. So you said, all right, I'm going to go play football. You decide to go play your, your college football at Purdue. What was that decision like? How did you end up making that decision? Yeah, so the number one decision was uh, do the, recruited by everybody in the Big Ten. Yeah, really everybody except a few schools. Uh, you made them pay, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not going to say too much about it. <laughs> but yeah, I think the number one decision was honestly my grandmother. She had a stroke when I was about four or five years old, which uh, led her to be handicapped. And just growing up, she was at every game, every little league game, middle school, high school. And I just wanted to give her that opportunity uh, t- t- for me not to be too far away so, so they can drive up. And I think she only missed, what, like two or three games in my three-year span. So rain, sleet, snow, or hail, she was there. That's awesome. So obviously a huge inspiration and somebody very important in your life. Most definitely. Uh, her and my mom, you know, also my grandpa, they took care of me and made all those sacrifices. So I, I definitely give a, a big shout out to them and just to help me groom into the young man I am today. So what was like that moment when you got the call? And I know you got emotional. I saw the video with your family and I'm sure with what you just shared there, that's a big reason for it. But what was like that moment to get that call to share that with those people? It was unreal. You know, I told my homies that I'm, I'm, I'm not going to cry. But it's different when you get the call and, like, my stomach just dropped. Like, I was at the top of a roller coaster, and then it just came right down. So it was just an unreal moment. Uh, I had my mom right there. Uh, my grandma was in the other room, but, you know, and my grandpa I went in there to go celebrate with him. Uh, my grandpa, he's real, really emotional. So he was in there crying, just sitting there like a statue. But... It was just an amazing moment, amazing moment, and just to see the smile on their face definitely made me happy. That's cool, man. Like that's a real power. That's something you'll never forget. Most definitely. I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect it. I really, I didn't really didn't know what to expect. But just having a group of people that I had, I had about fifty to sixty people there at my uh, drive party, and just having all the love and support. And I, I feel like, uh, you know, that I made it to the NFL. I think a part of them think that they made it too. So yeah. that's definitely a great feeling. You know, a lot of people in the community support me too. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And everything I've read about you, nice young man, that just all backs it up right there, kind of that family but bond and, and what it means, and you're bringing everybody along with you. I think that's very cool. So you get the call. You come to the Browns. I'll tell you what. I've known Kevin Stefanski now the entire time he's been here, obviously, so for the last three years. When you said to him, you said, uh, thank you for believing in me. And he said, oh, I believe in you. That, from Kevin Stefanski, is as much praise as I've ever seen him give anybody. And then I don't know if you watch the Building the Browns when he's like, we had to get David Bell and Paul DiBodesto was on with us that night after you got drafted. He said, starting the second round, he was texting me, Bell, 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 Bell. So when you know that, when you go through it and you know that you're wanted like that, how does that make you feel? And like kind of looking back at some of that stuff and maybe thinking about, oh man, when he said this to me back at the combine or wherever it was that you guys talked to, you're like, okay, yeah, now I get it. Uh, definitely, definitely makes you feel, you know, wanted, and it's a good feeling, you know, that obviously the coaching staff wants you here, and that you're just not a person that they just brung you in just to, you know, fill a void on the roster that they actually want you and want to use you in the offense. So, I definitely know that uh, with a lot of that, you know, it comes. I got to put in the hard work and show them why they wanted me. You know, what I did in college really doesn't matter right now. Uh, I'm in the NFL right now. So today is going to be, you know, my first step to helping myself and proving them right and proving myself right also. Yeah. Well, and I think another thing you did in college, you look at when you played the best competition guys who were going to get drafted here, you torched them. You torched some of the best defenses. And you had a couple 200-yard games last year. You had 11 catches against the Buckeyes. What made you step up in those big moments? And how much confidence does that give you that, you know, look, I could do it against the very best college I had to offer. I can do it against the best the NFL has to offer as well. Yeah, I think it was just the preparation going into those weeks. Uh, we was really locked in at a, a full team, uh, sat down with my coach and receiver coach. He just said, you know, you're going to have to have a big game for us to, you know, beat Iowa, beat Michigan State. And, for him to have that confidence in me was definitely uh, amazing. You know, he had that confidence in the previous year with Rondell, and Rondell did amazing things. But uh, I went out there, just played my best, and like, I was really locked in. Everything that I seen on film, the defense did, and it seemed like that was just one step ahead of them. And I think now, you know, every game is going to be a big game, no matter who we play. So hopefully, well, I am going to come in with that same mindset and make sure that I'm one step ahead of the defense so I know where to go and how to base what I do off of them. You know where to go. You know how to get open, and you certainly know how to catch the ball. I've watched enough of your games to know that already. Did you feel disrespected about where you got drafted? You're a first-round talent. I don't think you put on the tape, like, there's just no doubt. And everybody, oh, you ran this, he ran that. So what? I've watched you out there. You don't get caught. You average over 20 yards a catch against two of the best defenses in the Big Ten when they knew you were getting the ball and still couldn't stop you. Do you have a little chip on your shoulder from that? Uh, I mean, the chip was before that. So, I mean, it definitely added to it, but – you know, everyone has their own opinion. Uh, I don't really base what I do or how I play off of that. It's never really about proving the naysayers right or wrong. It's just sure. proving myself right. You know, I know I have an ability that I can achieve uh, a lot of great things in the NFL. You know, and I plan on having a long career. And I just, you know, just got to stay healthy, stay grounded, and just continue to push. And I know that at the end of the day and at the end of my career, you know, I'm going to look back and be like, okay, I did it. There's no doubt. I think you're going to have a phenomenal career. I know everybody in this building thinks you're going to have a phenomenal career here, and they're thrilled to have you here. I know you talked to Deshaun Watson already. He's going to be your quarterback now. What was that kind of like when, you know, getting reached out to and, and getting ready to get going? Uh, it was crazy. I mean, you know, watching Deshaun at Clemson, seeing what he did uh, against Bama, and watching him his uh, years at Clemson and his transformation to the NFL and how he made an immediate impact uh, back when he played for the Texans and, you know, when he sent me that text, I was like, dang, you know, it's Deshaun Watson. So, yeah. but it's, it, throwing you the yeah, ball, right? yeah. yeah. So hopefully uh, me and him can, you know, build a good connection and hopefully I have the opportunity to be in that starting lineup uh, here soon. So 
Uh, I, I am for sure somebody he can throw the ball to, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. You know, I know it's going to take a, a lot of hard work, and I know he's going to have to trust me, and that's something that I'm willing to work forward to. Yeah, no doubt. Once he shakes your hand, he's going to know you got a strong grip and just put the ball near you. You're going to catch it, but I like that. You probably thought you were done with Greg Newsom at least for a while, and then here you go right here. Now you get to deal with him every day in practice, but at least you don't have to worry about him on Sundays. I did, most definitely. I, that was definitely the, the number one game that, that, my high, that my college coach throws in my face. So just what he did against me, uh, we talked like two weeks ago. He said that was a bad game for him because he gave up, I think, like nine for 70. Yeah. And through that, his career, he only gave up like 23. But I'm like, I'm used to averaging like – 100 yards, like 112. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that was a bad game for me. But that's just like good competition. That even yeah. though we both, you know, played a bad game, that we think ourselves that you know we respect each other enough that like, hey, he played a good game against me, and that Greg says I played a good game, a good game against him. So most definitely, and I think that's uh what, what me and him is going to do. Also with the rest of the receivers in the room, uh, and the rest of the DBs in the other room, it's going to be you know a great battle at practice. Uh, and when we get to the on the games on Sunday. You know, practice should be the hardest thing, and the game should be the easiest. Listen, the fact of the matter is what you just told me right there. In one game against him, you accounted for 40% of all the catches he gave up in his whole career. So I, I feel like that's pretty good for you. Like, you can always throw that back at him. Yeah, a little bit, but I, like I said, I had a high expectation. Sure. So, like, two games before that, I think I had, like, three touchdowns, 121. Then I came off, like, a 115. And then to have nine for seven, it was like, had my head down. And the meetings was tough that next week. Coach was rubbing it in my face like, you know you got locked up. That, that was my first time ever getting. Nine for 74? Come on. That is not, locked up is donut. Locked up is zero. Yeah, but it's definitely that, that, that pride that I had. Yeah. Uh, he was chirping a lot too, so that definitely got under my skin. But uh, I, keep, I, I tend to keep control, but he definitely did a little bit of talking. So now you guys can bond over being teammates. You can bond over Crocs. He's a big Croc guy. You're a big Croc guy as well? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, my girlfriend actually bought me these, and hopefully I, I can get a new pair. Hopefully Crocs can, you know, give me a sponsorship yeah. like they did him. So yeah. we may see about it. But I definitely seen last year, you know, I followed him on Instagram. He just posting Crocs every day. I'm like, man, you love them that much? I didn't wear them back then, but when my girl bought me a pair, it was like, I can see why he liked them like that. So easy. My kids got them for me this year. The easy, uh, oh, just whatever. I just slide it right on, and you're good to go. You're good to go. All right, Chad O'Shea, your wide receiver coach, going to get to work with him. Amari Cooper, obviously a veteran, but start with Coach O'Shea. He's one of my favorite guys here. I think you're going to love him. He's going to be hard. He's going to be fair, but he's going to be demanding. What's kind of your initial relationship with him, like him so far, and what's kind of your, you know, just kind of the perceptions of the way he's going to coach you? Uh, most definitely, I liked him. I liked him at the combine. When he, you know, I, that was my first uh, formal meeting, met with him uh, and a, a handful of other coaches, so – I know the type of coach he is. Uh, it's kind of similar to the coach I had back at Purdue, very hard on you, but it's a respect thing. He, yeah. he wants the best out of you, and that's what I really appreciate about a coach. Not a coach who's going to, like, bullshit you, but make sure that he cuts you straight, and if you're doing something wrong, uh, he's going to correct you on and hold you accountable for that. Yeah. You excited about kind of moving? I did a lot of outside, inside. You did everything at Purdue, really, everywhere they needed you. You excited to focus on – and maybe you're going to do both here because you're very talented and diverse your skill set. But you excited to kind of get inside and do some of those routes where you're getting those free releases and not, getting, not have to worry about any of that madness? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for both. Uh, definitely looking forward to playing inside. It's definitely going to be, I would say, a challenge and just learning something new. It's sure. always a challenge in that first. But I think once I get a hang of it and understand the playbook and understand the landmarks on the field because NFL field is completely different from a college field. So once I'll be able to get that field, I think everything should be situated. 
I think people are going to be very excited to see you out there. I know I'm excited that once we, we called your name on draft, I was like, all right, let's go. Let's get after it. What's one thing, though, you want Browns fans to know about you that maybe we haven't covered yet, but just something that if when they look out there, they see Bell across the back of that uniform, there's something that's in their mind when they see you out there, what you stand for? I stand for a winner. I think everywhere that I've been, you know, uh, I became a winner, whether it started in high school and basketball, also at Purdue, that also can, like, change the culture. I know one person doesn't change the culture, but I think coming in with that mindset and, like, the organization uh, are already changing. So they already have great guys and great leaders on the team, and hopefully I, I can just fit right in. You know, I'm going to buy into whatever they tell me to do or whatever they have me to do so I can just, you know, come along for the ride, but also produce uh, to the best of my capabilities. Well, we're excited for it. Welcome to the Browns. Thanks so much for the time. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. Loved him at Purdue. He was a nightmare for the best teams they played. Uh, we talked about it in the lead-up to the draft. Turns out Kevin Spansky loved him even more than I did. Yeah. And, uh, your impression. That was a great interview. A lot of fun. Thank I, you. If I'm yeah. very soft-spoken, uh, confident kid, um, strong hands. Like, he gave me the <laughs> handshake. What did I say? He shook my hand like Zeitler. Sad. No light. I see it. Demerit. Demerit. Hold on. I have me muted. My mic's off. Uh-huh. Mm. Giving, gets, getting a demerit on a Friday. Yeah. That's a win. Yeah, perfect. I came back just for your demerit. Well, that's fine. You, you, were, you were plus five on me after one. Because Wednesday. that was my Friday. On Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. I like this kid, though. I like yeah. him a lot. I think he is going to be really good, and I yeah. think people are going to look back at this draft, and they're going to say, why did we get worried about – stopwatches and this that whatever this kid flat out knows how to get open he catches everything that's thrown to him yep. i think he's going to be a stud i really do i think he's going to be a stud in this league he reminds me of he's not as big obviously but just kind of his presence and and his hands kind of blew me away but remember anquan bolden who doesn't love him i know you know anquan bolden very well it just, I think he's going to be a guy like that that's going to come in and be maybe even, and he was great in college. I don't know if Bolden was as prolific in college as Bell was in college. I mean, it was he was at the heyday of Florida State, and at one point was playing a little bit of quarterback. He came yeah. in at quarterback. Um, but it's so funny that you say that. So Anqua Bolden's hands are enormous, and he is so strong, and he would sh- he would break your hand when you shook it. He gave me – I so was like, so interesting. Whoa. And also, uh, much like Bell, he was done in. People were so panicked about his time. He, he couldn't – couldn't, can't separate, can't run. Well, he did. I think he won rookie of the year with Arizona the first year he's in the yeah, league. Didn't he, in his first game, didn't he set the record for like <laughs> right. every, yeah. every record? He yeah. was part of the most intimidating wide receiver room I've ever seen in an opponent when they stepped on the field of first energy stadium against us. Do you remember that? Is this Baltimore? When no. he's in Baltimore or when no. he's in Arizona? When he's or in Arizona. Do you remember that? Larry, is that it was him, Fitzgerald. John Brown? No, no. You're, I think I think Bolden was gone by then. Are you sure? Because yeah. they walked on the field. Yeah, Bolden. And we were like, Gibbe, oh, He left. Is he last played in Arizona in two thousand and nine? So yes. So who was in? There? <laughs> okay. It was Larry Fitzgerald. It was uh, there was a guy named Jaron Brown who lit us up. See, I knew John Brown. I think was also there. Yeah, and Carson Palmer threw for eight thousand yards against us in that one. Yeah, he had 101, 1377, and eight his first year. 6'1, 220. I mean, Bell is listed at what? Not, I don't, Bell's not quite as thick as he is at, but it's 6'1, 212. I mean, eight pounds. Yeah. There, I it just, I don't know why. I, that was the vibe I got from him, too. I got an Anquan. That's Bolden really vibe. interesting. Yeah, like a low key, low Juan key, was low key. Very confident, though, and like eager to. 
to be very good. Bryant McFadden and Anquan Bolden would play the college football game, and Bryant McFadden would not stop talking, just run his mouth. Quan hardly didn't say much, and then he would win and just annihilate him. Annihilate him. Annihilate him. Yeah. Good dudes. That's that's interesting. There's a lot of parallel. That's a nice job out of you. You like that? You really that's a really good job. Well, yeah. I think that it checks a lot of the boxes. Yeah, the hand size, the quiet nature, the speed, a lot of those things. God, that's a lot to put on him, but that would be sweet if he's 80% of that. Yeah. be crazy. A um, lot of bad advice out there about gambling, secret methods, picking lottery numbers to betting big when you're on a roll, the miss can lose you money. Get you in a lot of trouble. So before you wager, find out what's real and what isn't it. Keep it fun, Ohio.com. Uh, coming up next, we will go through week by week of the NFL schedule. Best game each week. We do that. And then our one-on-one with Alex Wright coming up at the bottom of the hour. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Hey, friends, let me tell you about the Bath Authority. In about a day, they can take your current bathroom and make it feel like a spa. Let them make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. You're talking about the largest selection of bath projects are all made in the United States. You can change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding. Acrylic tubs that insulate and keep the heat in. Tub to shower conversion. Simply put, superior products with expert installers. The Bath Authority is Cleveland's premier bath and shower remodeler. Expert, factory, trained installers, ready and willing to help you. Give them a call now for 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel, 216-220-8399, or go to thebathauthority.com for more. All right, so our task here, young squire, yes. is to uh, go through this thing on the worst website in sports media. And, uh, I mean, it is, right? It's got to be. Give it's none worse. What's worse? You're right. No, it's terrible. To I mean, yeah. Look, all they want to do is keep throwing live videos at me. I what keep was the one, though? Was it Bleacher Report where you had to, like, scroll through yes. everything? Like, Bleacher Report. That was scroll. bad because you'd have to click next. You're right. Have to load. Yeah, that's, a good, yeah. that's a good poll. Thank and you. then it would pop things up. Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> Listen, people make fun of that Walter football because the website looks like it's from, like, 1974. But Keep plugging. It's real efficient. It, it is. I want something that I can read that that I can, that's navigable. All right. Yeah. All right. Best game each week. Somebody at CBS Sports who did who did this who decided to do this. Gibby, do you know who did this? I was going to scroll up, but it would be too hard for me to do <laughs> Jared it because something Dubin. else will pop up. We've All right, Jared did. All right, Jared we've had him Dubin. on. All right, good job out of him. All right, so week one, he says the best game of the week is Bills at Rams on Thursday Night Football. The other notable game, let's take us out of it. The other notable games: 49ers at Bears. Why Pat- is that notable? 49ers at Bears, Patriots at Dolphins. Great question. Ravens Jets. Why is that notable? I don't know. Chiefs at Cardinals. I'm glad we're getting the Jets early. Bucks at Cowboys and Broncos at Seahawks. That's not notable either other than – and by the way, that's not going to be billed as a Russell Wilson revenge game, is it? All they did was give him everything. And then as soon as yeah. he has to be traded, gave him a plum landing spot. I think it's going to be billed as the Drew Locke revenge game. <laughs> the only choices are Bills, Rams, Chiefs, Cardinals. Bills, but, Rams is the right answer. Bills he, right, gets yeah. it right. he gets it right. He gets it right. Uh, I like that Chiefs Cards game. I think that that'll be a fun game. Agreed. Uh, I'm pretty fatigued on Bucks and Cowboys both, so I Same. don't need to see any of that. Yep. Um, all right, week two. He has Chargers. By the way, they opened week one last year. 
Cowboys and Cowboys were at Rams last year to open on Sunday Night Football. They didn't do Tampa. I'm almost sure it was Cowboys and Tampa would have been well, on Thursday, weren't they? Because there was this. They I'm pretty sure Tampa. I think it was Tampa and the Cowboys. I thought the well maybe the, maybe the first Sunday night football, it was true fun Sunday night football game was because, Cowboys Rams because we didn't know what, what it was? we didn't know what Dak was going to be coming off of the injury and they had a chance to win that they should have won it they had a yeah. couple turnovers yeah but didn't yeah. the Rams play the Cowboys hold on maybe on the first true Sunday night maybe. football game yeah the next week the next could have been the next week they love putting those Cowboys out there they really do all right week two I think they've got it right again. Chargers at Chiefs, uh, this is the Amazon Prime game, which was uh, awkwardly announced Yeah, by Anthony Gonzalez. I don't see any games and there. And Eckler. The rest of these are – there's nothing here. I mean, Bengals, if you're going to buy into the Cowboys. Titans, Bills. Do you think that – do you think – I kind of have a sneaky suspicion the Titans fall off a cliff this I year. I could see that. I could see the Jags winning that division. No way. What Let's an indictment that would here. be. Can you imagine – Listen, if they, I, okay, somebody goes worse to first every year in the NFL, just about. Yeah. Okay. The candidates, they're one of the candidates. The other, the Ravens are a legit candidate. Yeah. Because they're still very good. That's a, a different t- type. But the Titans could easily fall off of a cliff. I, yeah, I agree. You. The Colts are good, but they're not, like, insane. No. No. Matt Ryan makes them better. I Yeah, I agree with that. But they're yeah. not. mm the Jags have some talent, and if Trevor Lawrence is who everybody thought he was, he, I mean, people didn't think that the Bengals were going to win the division in year two. They weren't even that good as rookie year. I mean, the the other one, the and again, this is more similar to the Ravens. Weren't the Broncos last in that division? Yes. So that would be another one that would, you know, but yep. that's different. I yep. mean, that's not yep. like this. Yep. And then Phil, Eagles at uh, Vikings at Eagles. Did By you get way, some research on that Cowboys Tampa information? Tampa did beat Dallas uh, September 9th, twenty twenty one, thirty one to twenty nine to kick off the season. Yeah, and then when did they play? And then the Dal- I'm guessing Dallas. I feel like Dallas played the Rams the next week to open SoFi on Sunday Night Football. That I'm not there on yet. All right, get get the top men on it, Gibby. Uh, week three, Bucks hosting the Packers. The other candidates, the Chiefs at Colts, Bills at Dolphins, Ravens at Patriots, Rams at Cardinals, Packers at Buccaneers. Yeah, I'll take it. <sighs> it feels like for as low. I'm tired. I'm sick of Brady and Rodgers, though. I really am. Like I've, I've had Both of them. Like, both. I'm just done. I'm just done. Are you minshewing them? I'm not t- telling them to hell. I'm not doing that. They're both too great for that. Yeah. But I am. You're done with them. Fatigued. You're yeah. bored. I'm bored. Like this. You bore me. Cowboys played, by the way, at Tampa Bay week one. Week two in L.A. against the Chargers. Oh. Chargers. I think you're I thinking have this of, all wrong. You're the thinking of the Rams open with. Is that lat two years ago? Yes. Because uh, you said to open SoFi. Open SoFi's SoFi. been open for. The years just yeah. bleed. In oh, fact, that, was, that sure. was the game. That was the game. You're right. And it was played empty. That's right. Okay. And right. we were like, oh, football, they don't really show the crowd that much. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right. Okay, so there's week three. Week four, Chiefs at Bucks. Again, Bucks again. Boy, it's going to be so much. Dolphins at Bengals are the other options. Bills at Ravens. Titans at Colts. Broncos at Raiders. Give me Rams Raiders, at Niners. Rams at Niners. NFC I think, Championship I think this, is a, this is the first, like, good week. weekend. Yeah, first good week. Because that, I mean, all of these are awesome. Yes. I, I, I would be, I'll be all into Broncos at Raiders. Uh, Rams at Niners is great. Bills at Ravens is great. Week five, Chargers at Browns is the pick. 
Uh, we get the pick in week five. It's obviously a very, very good one. The other notable ones, Colts at Broncos, Cowboys at Rams, Bengals at Ravens, Raiders at Chiefs. And it's a, a low, yeah, it, it's another good one. First three weeks, pretty flat, to be honest with very, you. Very, like one great game and then pretty flat. You know what? You don't necessarily need them to be quote-unquote paper great. Everybody's so excited then. So maybe yeah, that was true. their thinking. Let's just we'll roll this out here. And then now business is picking up because now these weeks are loaded. Week six, Bills at Chiefs, the Notables. Uh, Patriots here, oh, man. Bengals at Saints, Cowboys at Eagles. Stop putting the Cowboys in there, man. Enough. Broncos at Ch- I like Broncos Chargers, but yeah. Bills at Bills, Chiefs, Chiefs is the right answer. That's the right answer. When is that game? Week six. I know, but like what time? It feels it's like got, it's four twenty-five. That's got to be Nance Romo. I want that though, like on its own. It will be. It's going to be perfect for you. Wait, which get- game is that? Bills at Chiefs. That's Thursday night, or that's uh. That's that is the, a 425. Yeah, that's Nance Romo. Yeah. Oh, we're home. Perfect. Yeah, so you'll be home. You'll be home. Be, home. Hit, hit, hit. be there for the second quarter. Right He's after, safe, pal. Right after we uh, beat the Patriots. Exact. Some, oh, yeah. Week 7, Browns at Ravens is the game of the week. The other notables, Chiefs at Niners and Steelers. At, stop putting the Steelers. Steelers aren't. Steelers, Dolphins is a Come potential on, game of the not, week? Are you not kidding notable. me? No. For what? We're, they got the correct one, and Chiefs at Niners would be Super Bowl three years ago. Yeah. Packers at Bills in week eight. The other notables, Ravens at Bucks. Yes, that's notable. Dolphins at Lions is notable. Not notable. In no way is that notable. Raiders at Saints isn't notable either. No. Neither Steelers is Philly and Feet. No, not now. Not. Our game's good. Our our yeah. uh, our things or our uh, Halloween game's good. But Packers at Bills makes sense. Eh, I take ours. Joe it's Burrow. also 49ers Rams part two. Joe Burrow. Never beat Rams the at Bucks week nine. He picks the other contenders, Colts at Pats, Titans at Chiefs, and Ravens at Saints. It's a lot of bucks. Again, I'm done. Fatigued. Yep. Cowboys at Packers. I do not care about Mike McCarthy going back to Green Bay. Us Chargers, at the Niners. Chargers, Niners. That's good. Yeah. Who's quarterbacking the Niners then? Trey Lance? Ask uh, I don't know. 49er boy. Over Jimmy G. Pay, uh, right now, now Pedro is saying that oh, nobody's plea. It was the dumbest trade ever. They should have boots gone, on the ground. Yeah, they should have got Fields instead. <laughs> Inside. Think about if they made that trade for Fields instead of for Lance. Yeah. Yeah. Poor I like Fields. Need, I, I feel, feel like, like Fields is in danger of being ruined. Would he do? A He's in danger of, of what happened, like to Tim Couch. Pedro? Of course he would. Are you kidding? Of course is he, he would do a segment with us every week. Pedro, an actual. Let's go Pedro? to our NFL insider. He could. Do, Benjamin Albright followed by Pedro, Pedro not Pedro. Not Pedro Saturday, would love to do a segment. Of course, do you want me to text him right now? It's hundred percent. He's doing a segment. I'm gonna ask him if he wants to call in and tell us no who's question. the quarterback. Not now. Not now. Not now. Oh, right. Week eleven. 49ers yeah. at Rams. Browns at Bills. Eagles at Colts. Rams at Saints. Chiefs at Chiefs at Chargers. That's great. Uh, Browns at Bills. That's the one that week though. Us us at the Bills. That's the correct answer. Week twelve. Rams at Chiefs. The other notables, Giants at Cow- Giants and Cowboys on Thanksgiving. My God. Awful. Giants? Awful. I got to watch the Giants and the Lions on Thanksgiving, both? And it's what? Ravens, Lions? Oh. What's the night no, one? No, it's Bills, Lions. Patriots, Bills, Vikings Lions. is the night one. Oh, it's all that suck. That is a garbage Thanksgiving. That's an all-time Thanksgiving. suck Thanksgiving right there, kids. That's that that really is. is bad. That's almost hard to even convince your people that you got to watch football and you don't want to talk to them bad. Fantasy. Can football. I watch World we'll Cup? Through that. That's World Cup weekend. I'm in then. Sign me up for that. Bucks at Browns obviously would be the correct one there. Um, yeah. Nothing else I'm really that interested in. Week 13, Broncos at Ravens is the pick. Bills at Pats. Packers at Packers at Bears in week 13. 
Come on. Browns at Texans just for the just for the, the return. The return. I guess. Chiefs Bengals. Chargers Raiders. Give me that one. Titans Eagles. Broncos at Ravens. They have it right on that one. Yeah. Week fourteen. Bucks at 49ers is the pick. Give me the Raiders and the Rams, or us and the Bengals. Raiders Rams is a beautiful uniform. Chiefs game. Broncos That's is better it. than yeah. Bucks Niners. Sorry. Yeah, Chiefs Broncos. Pats at Raiders in week fifteen. Rams at Packers is pretty hard to beat. Bengals, Bengals, Bucks. That'll be big. That's got to be a CBS or a Fox game. I like the five. I like the Belichick McDaniel storyline though for Pats Raiders. I'm fine. I like I like Burrow versus Brady. I think that's a fun one. Week sixteen is wrong. Eagles at Cowboys. (laughs) Really? Yes. Broncos. Rams. Broncos. Rams. Yes. Charge? Are you talking me into a half dozen of these? I'm, I'm. I'm sorry. No. Bills at Bengals in week seventeen. I think they have that right. Broncos at Chiefs is fun too, but I, yeah. I like Bills at Bengals because it's uh, just a one-off as opposed to a second meeting. And then week eighteen, Ravens at Bengals. The other contenders: Patriots at Bills, Browns at Steelers, Chargers at Broncos, Chiefs at Raiders, Cardinals at Forty ers Will what's? I mean, that is a crazy last. That last week in the AFC North is going to be awesome. Absolutely awesome. I love that. The AFC West is going to be that way, too, because all of those things could still be up in the air. That's what I'm saying. These are and those are monumental matchups. Yeah. Yes. Browns fans, Sugardale will sponsor your grand opening event, the newest Meyer location. Visit the Brunswick store today for samples and giveaways and special appearances by Browns alumni and chops for store location and more details. Visit Sugardale.com slash events. Alex Wright up next. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. You're thinking about upgrading your enterprise operating system, but you can't afford the downtime and disruption that goes with a major overhaul. My friends at EOX Vantage are the solution. They're data scientists, also business operations experts. Your EOX Vantage team does not take a rip and replace approach to improving your operating systems. Instead, they help you build onto what you already have so you make the best use of your investments, both old and new. Fearing your employees will stress out over your new systems, EOX Vantage works to ensure your people can easily adopt their new workflows at a comfortable pace. You can start out by making easily manageable changes and add on more when the time is right. Read how other business owners have overhauled their systems without overwhelming their people at EOXVantage.com. And now here's Z one-on-one with Rudge S. Rudge S. Rookie Edge Rusher, Alex. It's a Friday, kids. Here's Alex Wright. The Browns edge rusher Alex Wright. And Alex, first of all, again, let me say to you, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. By the way, this bucket hat you're wearing right now is stunning. A camouflage bucket hat. I've been here for a decade. We've never had that before. This is the team issue. I'm fired up. I can't. I love bucket hat season. When you saw that hat, were you like, "All right, yeah, gotta have it"? I was like, "Yeah, I gotta grab it." I had to ask, like, because uh, I seen it. And I said, "Hey, uh, can we get those?" Already? He was like, "Yeah, you get it." So I zoomed over. You know, the crew. I'm like, hey, "Can I get a hat?" He's like, "Yeah, what hat do you want?" I'm like, bucket hat. And me, I don't wear bucket hats. So like, I'm in a bucket hat phase now. So it's like, yeah. I'm some. It's a way of life. The bucket hat. You you either finna see me in and snapbacks or bucket hats. I don't even do visors. I hate. I, I wouldn't say I hate visors, but you get me, hard with your hair. The visor. Yes, exactly. So well, I mean, it's been so long. Like I can't even tell you. Like, but 
Other than that, yeah, we 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 bucket hats. Oh, we yeah. bucket hat nation right now. Listen, it's a bucket hat season. I'm, you're going to see me all training camp. I can't wait to get my hand on it. This, this is my favorite one. Honestly, this will be the, my favorite bucket hat they've ever put out there. So that's good. Brad Mellon, that's the guy you want to become best friends with, Brad. He's the equipment guy. Then he takes good care of you. Yeah, you want that. So, although sometimes he doesn't fulfill his promises. That's neither here nor there. That's for a different time a different time and place. But first of all, congratulations. You're here now getting to be around the guys. What's it like just kind of, I'm sure it's been a lot of procedural stuff, but just getting up here and, and being here and making it real. I mean, it's just, you know, just building chemistry, not only with, you know, the coaches, but the teammates also. So, you know, just just having, you know, everybody has the main thing coming just to win. And then, you know, the teammates, we all, you know, we all alike in our same, you know, in our own, our own way. So I feel like that's what helps us, you know, build that chemistry a little bit more instead of, you know, having to work for it. Yeah. You know, it's just, just bonding, just bonding quick, you know, about anything, you know, everything. So just being here, I'm like, I'm really happy to be here. I couldn't wait to be here. And now that I'm here, I'm ready to work. It's time to work. We're excited to have you here, the tallest man from Elba, Alabama, and maybe in the history of the city. Who's to say? Not me. But you're right here. What I noticed right here is a basketball hoop. I know you played a lot of hoops. I just talked about Isaiah Thomas. He played a lot of hoops. David Bell won a state championship in Indiana. So he's played a lot of hoops. Have you have you been talking about hoops? Have we been putting some shots up here yet? No, no, no. Just focused, just trying to get my feet wet in football. Beautiful. Staying focused. Now, when you were a young man, I read uh, courtesy of Dane Brugler, he missed the fact that you were the tallest guy in Elba, which we gave him some grief about. But he did note, and it, I, I believe this is true because everything he says is he's typically right on. At one point, you gave up football as a young man for your love of woodwind instruments. Do you still play? No, I do not. No, no, I gave it up. My sister, she kind of took over. She's okay. my, my little sister, she took over. So, yeah, once I, once I stepped on the court, uh, freshman, I was still in band freshman, but that's when I started transitioning more into sports. So I was in band, then I was in uh, basketball, and then, you know, spring football hit. I couldn't even be in band no more, so I had to pick, and I was like, yeah, I'd rather take the field now. Like, I know how it feels to play for a stands, and I want to, you know, experience it like on the field. So it was, I'm glad I made that change. I'm, yeah. I'm very I glad. Bet. <laughs> I bet. We're glad you did too. So when you think about it, you had, what, three years of high school football? three years of college football, and now you're in the NFL. So six years you've been playing football, and you're in the NFL now. Is that crazy? That's, that's, that's insane. Because somebody said that somebody said that uh, a couple of months ago, but it didn't stick. You know, like I didn't think about it like that. And the moms, like, I didn't go through senior year of college, 33, uh, 33 NFL, like just that quick. And it really shot by life. Life really shot by like fast. Like it went by so fast. Like I still remember, you know, scoring touchdown in high school and now I'm sitting here like like in the NFL like it was just sitting here I just sat here and thought think about it like yesterday when I sat down I seen my locker and it was like wow like that's it was just mind-blowing yeah so it was just just a roller coaster I'm just happy I'm very happy like I did I when I got drafted I couldn't stop smiling like the whole night I didn't go to sleep that night so yeah, your dreams came true. It did, it did. Now I just got to keep living it. That's right. Keep putting the work in, and I know that's one of the reasons they love you because you will. And I know I don't know if you got a chance to watch Building the Browns or you've talked to the coaches, but you've seen like everybody in this in this organization wanted you. Like they were like, we're coming out of the draft with Alex Wright. Is that kind of crazy when you sit back and think about it, that they had pegged you? And and I know you said you knew that they were kind of interested, but like that that was it. We're getting Alex Wright. It's happening, and now here you are, a Brown. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of felt it coming like on draft day. Like I wasn't even focused on like any other team. Like really? I went once I seen you know Cleveland coming. Like I'm ready. I like I might go to Cleveland. Then my agent, you know, get to talking, 
And he calls me because my other agent was there, you know, just under him. And, you know, we just keep in contact. He's like, yeah, Cleveland sound good. And then, you know, days before that, my coach called me. And uh, my position coach, he was like, yeah, you know um, you know, a funny place you could go to? I'm like, who, Baltimore? He's like, nah, Cleveland. So in my head, I'm like, have you and my agent been like, talking behind my back? Like, <laughs> So it was like just, it was kind of like a premonition, like, oh, yeah. this is. Like, so I went into draft day, like, just Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. Like, I'm not thinking about Baltimore. I'm not thinking about L.A. I'm not thinking about, I think about Baltimore anymore, no either. more. Like, I'm not thinking about nobody. He was like, I'm, I want to go to Cleveland. I'm just waiting on Cleveland. I see the, uh, and when I finally got the call, uh, he was like, yeah, they, they, they're going to end up picking you. And he was like, you should receive a phone call. But stay on the phone with me until you receive a phone call. You know, and I was on the phone with the, uh, my agent off my, uh, his his agent under him phone. So I'm looking at my phone. I'm on the phone with him. And it's just like, and when the phone call just happened on my phone, it was like, it was like just, just slow motion, just surreal. It was like I was in a movie. So. I already knew, like, at that point, I was like, I'm going to Cleveland. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting till I get that phone call. Yeah, look, we rolled out the blue carpet for you here. We got the nice weather for you for your first trip up here. What's it been like getting here, though, and getting around, getting to meet your defensive line coach, Coach Kiffin, knowing that you're going to, and I don't know if you've got a chance yet to meet Miles, but knowing you're going to be playing with Miles Garrett and getting to meet Perry on the character, the guy, <laughs> hilarious. And then Isaiah, who's much more quiet, but getting to meet these guys and getting up here. It's just it's just a vibe, you know. I This is, like, this is going to be, like, my new family. Yeah. And it's like I have no problem with that whatsoever. I have none. You know, Kiffin, Kiffin, you can tell he he's the coach that drives, and he's gonna push to their potential. And that's what I love about him, and that's what I love about you know being that type of coach that puts that on their, uh, their players. You know, because their players he sees their potential. You know, so and he stops at nothing to you know make uh, you know to help them reach that. So, and then you know you got Perry on. It's gonna it's gonna be a funny. It's gonna be a funny, a funny, a funny year. You know, you got Perry. Yeah, Perry. Me and him are already laughing about stupid stuff, and it's like, you know, Isaiah. You know, he he is the chill one. I was the chill one, like in my room. Okay. So having to, like, already have a personality of a chill person. Like, now nah, I gotta find something. I gotta find something. You know, it can't, <laughs> it, can't, it can't be two chill people in the room. So like, you gotta step it up. A yeah, bit. I gotta step it up a little bit. So it's gonna be, you know, just a whole lot of personality. To, a personalities in the room but that's what makes the the whole room unique yeah so i can't wait listen we can't wait and you get to get out here on this grass in a couple hours how excited are you to actually get out here and and do while it's very limited it's rookie minicamp but do some football stuff i mean i'm i'm a nfl rookie going to rookie camp nfl mini rookie rookie mini i can't even say it i can't even say it it's, doesn't matter but the, I'll fact, say it. the fact is, you know, I'm out here, you know, working with players that I've seen, you know, since, you know, that I looked at in college. I'm out here with, you know, uh, coaches that I've seen, you know, since college. So just being out here, the weather is nice, you know. I I didn't miss a beat. I'm from the south, and it feels just like this down there. So I wouldn't miss a beat down there uh, out on the field. It's not going to be like this always, just so you know. I'm, I'm just counting the days. <laughs> I'm count, I am counting the days. Just I just – when it gets cold, that's when it get cold. But now that it's still hot, I'm still enjoying it while it lasts. So. Absolutely. That's the right mindset. All right. What's one thing you want Browns fans to know about you? Uh, let's see. Can it be, like, obvious or can it be, like – Anything you want. Like, just when you, they see you out there. Because, you know, football, you're in your uniform, you're in your helmet. But when they see right on the back of that jersey, what's one thing you want them to be thinking about when they watch you take the field? I got a story to tell. I got a story to tell about the little, the little country boy from Elba. Let's just keep it at that. Okay. It just country boy, you know, 
first one to make it. Uh, you know, I got the host, the town on my back, just, you know, just coming from nothing. You know, so I really got a story to tell. Dream saying you're just starting it. Yeah, and people, people are going to hear it, so... Well, I can't wait. Can't wait to see you on the field. Can't wait to talk to you again. It's a, it's certainly a pleasure, and I'm very happy for you that you're writing this story and that your dreams are coming true. And, and I know, as you said, you're just getting started. So, Alex, welcome to the Browns, and uh, looking forward to a big season. Thank you. Thank you so much. What a bucket of cold water you throw <laughs> on the weather. <laughs> so, so you know, it's, not gonna, it's not going to be Should like Should have been this. here two weeks ago. Pure suck. <laughs> right. This is great, though. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> Lovely. Gibbe's out there telling these rookies, like, oh, yeah, all the whole rest of the year is perfect. I, no, no, this is what I said. For about four to five months out of the year, he didn't say for, for the weather months. is top-notch. The, the word four never Here's what I love about mind. this show. As Zagur is telling me the story, it's seven months. Gibby's, Gibby's <laughs> out there telling them there's seven months out of the year. Gibby goes, no, five. I said five. So then we get on air, and it's four to five months. <laughs> never said that. What's the five real months. truth? You, yeah. sir. Liars. Yes. I not me. Liars. Somebody's not lying. Not me. I not said me. five months. He said five months. He did say and five And Zagura was like, what do you joke about that, Dad? Yeah. He's like, like, five months. It'll start raining next week for the next six weeks, and then, like, you'll have, like, two months of sunshine. And then it rains an inordinate amount in the summer here. It's rain. I for, think like, that- what we deal with the rest of the time. Like, our, it should be from today until October 1, nobody should ever get rained out of anything. I don't have a problem with that. You grew up that in the Bay Area. You grew up in a drought. in the world. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, his youth in the Bay Area when he had a baseball game scheduled, it happened. When it he had played. a golf game, you played. You want to play hoops outdoors? Fine. Beach volleyball? Knock yourself out. No weather concerns. Couldn't even watch. You couldn't yeah, even water your lawn. The guy that wants Couldn't wash your car. Trucks. That's right. What if you, you know that. What you, he knows. He agrees with me. Dude, All in one stick. week, we're banning ice cream trucks. Nobody's banning ice cream trucks. And, uh, what I said was, sucks here. so much more to here? come. Cleveland what I said was, it's an odd concept. 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Sure to check out Browns Live, Meet the Rookies, presented by Vivid Seats and hosted by Z, Wednesday night, May 18th. That's me. That's you. 7 o'clock. Oh, baby. Set your DVRs, clevelandbrowns.com, the Browns mobile app, the Browns YouTube channel. Hear from the newest members of the Cleveland Browns roster with exclusive interviews that Browns meet Browns Live, Meet the Rookies, presented by Vivid Seats, Wednesday, May 18th, 7 o'clock. Shout out to my boy, Kingsley Beamsy, First yeah. Communion, tomorrow. Good job out of you, buddy. Proud yes. Of you. Good job. Very, very good. And uh, you, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Get yeah. out there and shout get out, out to there Kingsley. Kingsley. Yeah. Big moment for him. Big moment. Prom weekend, baby. Oh, oh give it. Jeez. Buckle up. Oh, give it. I sense you. I really like the. Uh, I like the notion of you policing what's going on, keeping an eye on things. I'll be working after prom. Yes. That's what I want. And That's then right. I have festivities that, playing for the parents that worked after prom. That I would watch live on YouTube. You doing that. Oh, God. That I would watch. Yeah, that would be a great show. I would be into that. Uh, the next level coming up next. Have a great weekend, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.